What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here, and I'm so excited because we're moving forward with J.V. Crumb III, a serial entrepreneur and founder of the Conscious Millionaire Institute, which mentors entrepreneurs and coaches, teaching them how to build businesses and make a positive impact on the world. He is the author of the best-selling book, Conscious Millionaire, Grow Your Business by Making a Difference, and host of two hit podcast series under the Conscious Millionaire title, one focusing on business and the other on health. JV is also a columnist for the Huffington Post and will be featured in the upcoming film, Rise Up. Welcome, JV. How are you today? I am incredible, John, and I'm mainly so excited to connect with everyone that's listening today. I want to say hello to you, and I want to say we're going to move forward today. And John, thank you so much for having me on your show. Wow, JV, thank you. It is an honor. I'm so excited to have you share your story with our listeners. So I only covered a very little bit in the intro, and I was wondering if you could fill in the gaps. Tell us a little bit about yourself and share a little of your career journey with our listeners. Sure. Well, I'm, I think I'm going to jump around because, you know, we could take hours on these kinds of things. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to start at four because I think four was a really important moment. You don't know that till you look back, but I got a pup tent for my birthday and we lived out in the country. So out in the country means like there's two or 300 people in this little village. Yeah. I didn't have any brothers and sisters. My grandmother lived with us. My dad was in citrus harvesting and we had a tangerine tree and we didn't have any money. I mean, we just always were having financial problems. Mm -hmm. And everybody in that little community, there were agriculture people. I mean, nobody made any money. And so I got the idea that I was going to sell tangerine juice to the kids who got off the high school bus because I knew that some of them had jobs. So my grandmother and I saved up egg cartons. I mean, that's how like we didn't even have any cartons to put them in that was proper. And so we spent the day and we squeezed tangerine juice into each of those little 12 compartments and I set up my tent where the bus was and Lucy had nothing on me she was selling psychiatric help and doing all that work for a nickel I was getting a dime I got a dime for my uh my tangerine juice that I in retrospect I'm sure everybody threw it away you know I can't imagine anybody drank the tangerine juice out of the egg cartons but at any rate that was unknownst to me at the time the beginning of being an entrepreneur mm. Right. Because that was fairly entrepreneurial. By seven, my dad had 180 acres of peanuts. Now, in the south, you boil those in the summer and you have salted boiled peanuts. And uh, he'd boil peanuts for me and we'd bag them and I'd take them around all over town knocking on doors. And again, that 10 cents seemed to work. So I sold my boiled peanuts for 10 cents a bag. And and I was doing I had an lawn mowing business uh, at nine because at eight, my parents finally gave me a. an allowance. And believe it or not, the the entire allowance for the week was a dime. Yeah. And I had all these chores. I had to, we had an acre. I had to mow the acre, acre of grass. I had to trim the hedges. I had to, you know, take out the garbage. I had to wash the car, all this kind of stuff. And I'm feeling kind of like an indentured servant here. And I said, well, I can't get out of this gig because I'm living here, right? It's right. like I can't – got to have a place to live, so I guess I'm stuck with this job. Uh, but I went around. I got everybody to pay me between a dollar and five dollars uh, to mow their lawns. And so, you know, you kind of look through all of that, but all this time I'm thinking being 
I didn't know the word entrepreneur at that point. I was about to but ask. Being, yeah, I don't think I knew that word. But uh, probably being a business owner was not the thing to do because dad was always having challenges. Mm-hmm. Everybody in town owned a little business and nobody seemed to have any money. So I got it in my head that this was not the way to get rich. This was certainly not the life I wanted. So I went to college to go to med school, uh, but discovered – um, that I actually didn't think it was the right thing for me. I mean, I did well in the classes, but it just didn't feel right. And so I ended up uh, getting a master's in clinical psychology and later studied a lot of NLP, uh, state management, uh, worked with Bandler, all those people. But I'm 22 and my dad's practically bankrupt. And he said, will you come work with me? To which my initial answer was no. But after a month, I really cared about my dad deeply. So it's interesting. And the reason I'm telling this part of the story is you're listening to this and you go, okay, so where's this headed? It's headed that I think all of us, our lives have very meaningful pivots mm. that we in no way can anticipate in the, in advance. Because I had, was already taking the LSAT and I was going to go to law school, which oh, I later did which, go to law school. Which I did as well. <laughs> yeah. And I said – you know, I think that's what I ought to do. I like logic. You know, I think I'll be good at this. Uh, and we had regional trucking lines, which had no interest in me at all. But I deeply cared about my dad. And I said, okay, I'll come work with you for six months. Now, I literally had avoided business at such a level that I never took any business classes in college. I said, whoops, that's for people who want to be broke. I didn't <laughs> read business books, of course. And I'd, I'd never even seen a business magazine. I mean, I, that was not, I was looking at Rolling Stone back then, mm-hmm. right? And by the way, I still have a, I, I still have a subscription to Rolling Stones because it's a, it's a good music magazine, right? Yeah, yeah it absolutely and, is. Yeah. And so- I went in and worked with him for the first six months, and I literally in six months turned the whole business around. I found I was kind of like a duck to water. I was installing systems left and right, didn't know what they were. I didn't know I was doing that until I got my MBA, and then I looked back. I go, oh, you systemized the whole business. That's why it worked. And I found that I loved business. Now, but for that moment of deciding I'd help out my dad – I would have probably been practicing law, not that it would have been a bad thing to have done, but I never would have become an entrepreneur. I wouldn't have coached entrepreneurs. I wouldn't have built Conscious Millionaire. Um, you know, I wouldn't have a podcast, you know, five days, soon to be six days a week on business because I never would have taken that direction. And yet it turns out that that's really what I'm on the planet to do is is to be an entrepreneur and help other entrepreneurs who want to make a difference in the world. I love it. And what I love about your story, JV, is that you became an entrepreneur before getting your MBA. And I just think that is so cool because I talk to so many people and they say, well, I'd like to be an entrepreneur, but I don't have the education. I don't have the background. And I oh, love your listen, story. You, you, you yeah, I didn't get the MBA to 12 months later. And I don't think the MBA programs are going to love me. But frankly, if you want to build a business, that's kind of like a waste of money and time. You need to work with somebody. It can be me. It can be anybody. But go work with somebody who already knows how to do this. Because in my MBA, they taught me a lot of very intellectual things. And it's great that I've got, you know, that I'm an MBA and I can put that on my book and everything. But it's not that I didn't learn things. But what I really have found is that you learn the most in life, uh, not from all those degrees I got, but from actually getting out there and learning in the field. Absolutely. Absolutely. And getting feedback and watching what works and what doesn't work and sending out an email and going, oh, I thought this email was going to be great, but nobody likes it. And I have, you know, all these people opt out because it offended them for some reason. And I thought it was going to be the best email I've written in a month. You learn that in the field. You can't learn that in a textbook. Yeah. No, you can't. 
Yeah. Well, JV, as someone who does so much, I mean, how do you get inspired each morning to conquer the day? I really get inspired because I find so much joy from helping people. I, you know, in NLP terms, neuro-linguistic programming, they're sorting patterns. So most people are, are, are either, they strongly sort first for others or they sort first for themselves. I'm a, an other sorter. So my biggest joy comes from seeing someone move forward, turn on the light bulb, help them see how they can double their business. All of that is what excites me. And especially when they're doing something that matters both to them and that it's fulfilling them and it matters to other people and they're doing good in the world. They're bringing products and services out that really make a positive impact that transform their customers. Those are the people I love to work with. And it's what Conscious Millionaire is all about. So that's what inspires me is getting up to get to do that again. Absolutely. And can you share with our listeners uh, who may not be familiar a little bit about uh, your work with the Conscious Millionaire, where that title came from? I absolutely love it. It just it's so inspiring. And just what inspired that? It's a hot tub story. And when they do the movie, there's going to be a bottle of Cabernet because there wasn't (laughs) one. But I'm going to put it in the movie. I tell you that much. Uh, I was actually skiing uh, Lake Tahoe for the winter, and I had this very California-like apartment that had a jacuzzi and mm-hmm. fireplace and all this kind of stuff. And I, it's a three-and-a-half-hour drive from uh, Reno because I was staying right on the Reno border because I'm trained as a tax attorney and there are no taxes in Reno. And as we all know, California has the highest income oh, tax yes. state. Yes. So I want to be sure I didn't get you know categorized as a category as a California resident for that six months. So I drove over to uh, San Francisco and I was literally just walking around. And a lot of what happens with me is very intuitively inspired. You know, I just can kind of get this visionary insight or I'll look at something, I'll go, oh, I'm supposed to pick that up. And I'm the kind of guy who goes over and picks it up. So I saw this stack, you know, you have racks all around the streets Mm -hmm. and it was for this upcoming green festival, which I didn't know anything about uh, at that point. And I picked it up and I said, oh, I'll take it back with me. So that night uh, I drove back. It was a Sunday. I'd been in San Francisco for the weekend and I got in my hot tub because I really am a hot tub guy. I mean, nothing makes me much happier than hot tubs. So, um, I was looking down, thumbing through it, and I saw the word conscious. Hmm. Literally, now my intuition, we're not going to do a course on intuition here, but I'll just tell you, everybody's intuitive, and it either comes to you primarily visually, auditory, or kinesthetically, and mine's visual. I literally see phrases. I've made $100,000 in the market in one day by asking, how can I do this? And I saw, you know, buy 50 uh, S&P puts at this strike path and at this month, and I bought them. So that's that's my intuition. And I saw the phrase conscious millionaire. I got a tingling in my spine. Now, the background story is for two or three years, I had been saying, okay, I got all these talents, but what am I supposed to do with them? And I my whole goal was how can I use them to better other people's lives and better the world? That was what I wanted to do. That was the question I was asking. And I immediately know knew at that moment. I can't tell you how I knew. I just knew, right? Like I can't even give you the sensory, like except that I got a tingling in my spine. I said, "This is it, this is it." And and be, and I I stayed in the hot tub for another forty minutes because I know how life works. That consciousmillionaire.com was going to be waiting for me. But I got that. I filed my trademarks like a good attorney would, <laughs> uh, and that was the beginning of Conscious Millionaire. 
Wow. It was it was that this inspiration to and and I didn't know what Conscious Millionaire was going to do because from whence this came I didn't get an instruction book I ended up having to write the book, yeah. uh, and that's called Conscious Millionaire Grow Your Business by Making a Difference. But it was in writing the book that I figured out what Conscious Millionaire was, and it was building businesses that make a positive impact. And how were you going to do that and and bring it from within yourself because that's the difference. When I was getting my MBA. The only way they told us to build a business was you go out into the marketplace, you find a, something, a need or a want, depends on who wrote the article, that's not being met, and you figure out how to meet it. And the problem with that approach, and, and obviously you can make a lot of money doing that, but here's what happens inevitably is you get burned out because you're not doing something that matters to you. Yeah. The only way to build a business, you're going to do that part, is you got to add a front end, and the front end comes out of who you are. Mm, yes. You know, what are you passionate about? What are the differences you want to make? What are your core strings? How can you put those together? And guess what? That difference you want to make is actually a solution for somebody else's problem. Now you just go out in the marketplace and look for groups that have that problem. And now you find the one that's the right match because you also want to be happy working with that group. There are a lot of people who have problems I could solve through Conscious Millionaire, but I like specifically to work with businesses that have gotten going, they've got revenue, and now they want to either be in two positions. They either want to, most of the people I work with want to get to that first million. And then all my private clients tend to be people who have several million and they want to really double the business. They want to grow it and scale it. But the majority of companies I work with is I, I love those people who got something going, but they don't know the steps to take to get to that first million. And once you get to the first million, I can guarantee you, I've, I've made over 20 million, that the second million really, you know, the joke is the second million is easy, but the truth is second million is easy. You've got to, you know, continue to scale, but that second million is 10 or 20% of the work that the first million is. Yeah. But if you don't know the steps to take and you don't have the right guidance, you could be out there for years trying to get there, but you're not going to get there. Absolutely. I think that is so incredible, JV. And I, I think it's just moving forward, listeners. I mean, just listen to that story. I mean, I love the fact that you had this vision in the hot tub and that you recognize in the hot tub. what right. your triggers are. I mean, you're a visual learner and that is so important. You you embrace that and you didn't let anything hold you back. You had this vision. You didn't even know what Conscious Millionaire was going to be. But then it, there was a there was an instinct that kicked in and you went with it. And I think that is just such a beautiful, beautiful story. And I really appreciate you sharing that with Moving Forward listeners, JV. Well, and you're listening to this. I don't think there is an accident. I don't think there are any accidents in life. I think that synchronicity is happening at all times. So I want to give you a challenge to look inside yourself. Take a journal. Just allow yourself to have fun and write out ideas that you're passionate about the differences you'd like to make in the world, yeah. differences you'd like to make for clients. What would those clients be? Who would they be? And and allow your mind to play with it because the truth is every one of us, you, me, everyone that's listening, we could all create a hundred times bigger difference in the next 12 months than we're on trajectory to create right now. I want to challenge you to do that, that within you, there's a big vision. I call it your big impact vision to get that big impact vision. And I think uh, if we have time, I'll, I'll give you a formula for getting that later on, but get that big impact vision and go for it. Absolutely. Don't, don't wait, 
Go for what it is you really want. Well, JV, I'm really excited. So let's talk a little bit about the entrepreneurial journey. As you know, I mean, part of it is facing setbacks and failures. I mean, that's just part of the bargain. When you think big, sometimes you're going to face those big setbacks. So I was, I was wondering, can you share a time with our listeners where maybe you faced a setback or failure, but then it really signaled to you, hey, this is the right time where I'm going to make a pivot or shift course, and it's going to lead me to even bigger success? Hmm. Yeah, let's go back to that first three years of building the business because by the third year, we're making up to $100,000 profit a month, made the first million. I bought literally a new four-story home on the water, had a Mercedes, you know, went to Europe, and this is at 25. Yeah, Yeah, but here's what happened at 26. We had what was the worst recession prior to the 2008-2009 recession in in my life. I literally had to, you know, I'm a numbers guy, so I'm like running my numbers and I went, wow, uh, what I'm being offered to pull loads with this trucking line is less than my variable cost. And by variable cost, I meant the cost I had to pay my driver and for fuel, just those Oof. two pieces. So I said, well, it doesn't even make sense to pull the loads. Yeah. Now, when you got 50 rigs, that's a lot of money you're losing. But I set them down for three months and didn't even have income that went through a bunch of cash. And then what happened was things were so bad for the next year that I almost lost everything. I literally had to go to the banks. Now, here we were. You see the first three years. I'm like going, well, gosh, this is what business is like. This is really great. I had no idea that a fourth year was coming. But this is what happens. We do have recessions and things are affected by that. And so I had to go to the banks and go, here's the deal. You want my equipment or you want to refinance it? And by the way, I don't think I can pay you any principal for at least a year. So let's look at an interest rate, but that's it. And then I had to go to my tire people and say, you know, I can't pay you, but I need tires to run my business. And I went to the tarp people and I told them the same thing. And I said, I don't know how I'm going to figure this out, but I am going to figure it out. It actually took me two years. And fortunately, we had created such a stellar reputation for always paying our bills And I had a reputation for being really honest in how I dealt with people that I was able to negotiate that. Yeah. But in the course, I literally had to move out of my, my, my new home. I have this Mm. home on the best street in town, four stories, you know, luxury townhouse. Um, I couldn't sell the Mercedes because I was upside down. So I was going to have to pay to sell it. So I mean, here I am driving a Mercedes, but basically kind of broke, have assets you know, but I'm telling you, having assets and net worth and assets when you don't have cash isn't a lot of fun. Yeah. Literally leased out my home. But I said to myself, I'm not going to lose this home. But here's the end of that story. Six and a half years after I bought the home, not only was I living in it again, but I had now fully paid it off. Wow. So I went from being kind of like the, the rich little 25 year old, which was fun, to being, oh my gosh, what am I going to do through my 26 and 27th years? And the story had a good ending, but only because of, you know, there was one word that I want to pass on because whatever you're doing in your life, this word is going to have great value to you and it's perseverance. Mm, Yes. Because no matter what's going on in your life, it may seem dark and bleak and there's no way through it. But I assure you, no matter what is going on right now or in the future, perseverance will get you through it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that is such a huge takeaway for moving forward listeners. You heard it from JV. 
perseverance. And I love that story, JV, because so many people might have just at that point given up and just gone back to practicing law or finishing med school. But you knew you were on a different path. And that perseverance is taking you to where you are today. And I think that is such an inspiration. Well, and I want to add something to that perseverance. You've got to have a result that you're focused on. Yeah. So if you're just laser focused, you go, okay, I'm going to figure out how to pay off these bills, right? I mean, literally, that was that was my focus. And I figured it out because every day I was focused on that. And, you know, should you ever go through a financial situation like that? Uh, here's the phrase. I, I, you know, I don't normally talk about this because it's, it's not something that I, um, you know, I'm thinking about every day, right? But I can remember driving around and going, there's no shame in being broke, mm. right? So here I am with all these assets, this beautiful home that I can't afford to live in, driving a Mercedes because I can't afford to sell it, and saying there's no shame in being broke, and just living with it and moving forward day by day. Oh, absolutely love it. Well, JV, are you ready for the Knowledge Burst session? I am ready and excited. Oh, I am super so ready. fired up. Well, JV, I'm really excited. So as someone who has done so much, I mean, I was wondering if you could pick one and share with our listeners any media resource. It could be a movie, book, song, or I'm going to add to this cultural experience that inspired you to move forward. Wow, interesting. Well, I'm going to share with you the book that's on my, uh, my bedstand. I had Please. to go get it before we did the the show, Abundance by Peter Diamandis and Stephen Kotler. It's a great book. And then the follow-up book's underneath it called Bold. And it's really all about how the world is becoming more abundant uh, day by day. And that we tend to focus on just the negative things because that's how our brain works and that's yeah. how media works. But the truth is, if you look at our standard of living, how long we live, uh, the number of people in the world that actually do have health care, that do have water, that do have food – it's increasing and the number of people who don't is decreasing. Yeah. So we're, and with the technology we have, it's just amazing the things that are coming on board now and five years from now, 10 years from now. Well, let's think about you and me. We're doing podcasts that are, um, I mean, mine's in 176 countries. Five years ago, that would be, have been maybe possible. 10 years, it wasn't possible at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I today... Uh, what I like to call everyday people like us can do a podcast. You can, be, you can become a kind of a media star because your podcast, you know, grows and becomes big, and you don't have the FCC. You don't have any of this stuff. Your startup. I'm using a $300 microphone, and that's at the upper end. I mean, my whole equipment <laughs> with the mixer, other than my, you know, is about $500, and uh, and that's what it takes at the high end. And then you you can have your own podcast. So. That wasn't even possible. Just imagine the many ways that we're going to be able to syndicate ourselves and our businesses in the next five years that right now isn't yet a vision in somebody's head. I love it. And moving forward, listeners, you heard it from JV. Well, JV, share a daily practice or habit for prioritizing and managing your time. Yeah. Well, one of the things I do is I have a whole system. It's actually chapter six of my book that we use in our business. And it's a prioritization system that you can't have more than three priorities for your entire day. And it's okay to have one. And then after you choose the priorities, 
you choose a specific result you want completed at the end of the day, and then you list out the focused actions that will get you there. Now, this, I want to point out, is completely different than what most people do. Most people, at best, have, I have my to-do list, right? right? right. But you started with a to-do list. I start with a priority for what I want to achieve, a specific measurable result for the end of the day, and then I only choose the actions that are going to help me get there. Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Wow, that is an eye-opener. That's huge. Oh, JV, thank you so much for sharing that. Well, on top of that, do you have a favorite app, website, or productivity hack that proved to be the game changer for you? And that one already was a good one. I think that almost fulfills uh, both categories. Well, I'm going to give you two there because these are, you know, when you use something and you just love it so much. So, you know, I started using LeadPage. I was a very early adopter. Oh, I love LeadPage. Uh, yeah. We own own. I feel like I own it, right? I said I own LeadPage, right? Um, But we're the highest priority. You know, we have the highest level that you can have. Um, LeadPage has really been tremendous. And then about four or five months ago, we started using ClickFunnels as well Mm -hmm. uh, for doing our landing pages and doing a very easy way to put like we have a program that we have on uh, ClickFunnels where we didn't have to go in and, and really spend a lot of time, money or energy building a back end. We were able to put all our modules into ClickFunnels. Right. And then once somebody either pays or or gets it, then they get the uh, password to go in and voila, they have all of the pieces that they need for the program that we're uh, that we have there. So I, I love both of those. Yeah. And and, uh, calling back to what you said earlier, I mean, imagine, I mean, this type of technology, I mean, just in a couple of years, I mean, the level of access that's available for budding entrepreneurs in the digital space, it's absolutely mind blowing to have things like lead pages, click funnels, podcasts. I mean, it's just an exciting time to be an entrepreneur. Well, and I want to, I want to give a shout out to my favorite scheduler and having been on, um, Gosh, in the last two years, I've been over 150 shows. I think that I've seen every scheduler there is. And and frankly, without naming any of them, about half of them, you know, someone should just kill the poor uh, <laughs> scheduler because, you know, like they only schedule in the person's time frame, time zone where that person you're making the meeting with lives. Well, that's not particularly useful if you want to get it in your calendar correctly. Schedule once, we have multiple copies of schedule once. We have one that's all, it's just for my coaching, my 30 minute calls I do with people, breakthrough calls where I help people find 10 to $40,000 in their business. All of that's set up through schedule once. And once we have it set up, I've got it set up all the way through uh, the next four months are already scheduled for my podcast is one schedule uh, to have meetings with me, to do breakthrough calls with me. All of that's in my calendar for the next four months. And it's all in schedule once. And guess what? I don't have to touch it. Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. That's a great share. Thank you. You've actually shared four knowledge bursts today. So that's pretty incredible, JV. Really appreciate it. Do I get the gold star? Because (laughs) I've been on a lot of podcasts. Nobody's ever given me a gold star. I'm I'm just saying I've never gotten a gold star. (laughs) I'll put it in the write up. How about that? I've just figured out how to put I I just figured out how to put emojis in the in the header. So you're definitely (laughs) going to get the gold star there. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Well, JV, we have listeners from many different backgrounds, and 
you know, in many different parts of the world, as you were talking about the power of a podcast to reach audiences here and abroad. And we have listeners, I mean, some of whom may be struggling. They're still stuck in their cubicle, kind of wondering, I mean, is this all that life has to offer? And I'm just kind of stuck. And so what is the one thing that moving forward listeners can start doing today to start moving that needle to bring them closer to their passion or purpose? Yeah. So let's talk about we, – we talked earlier about big impact vision. Let's talk about the three pieces. Now, if you're driving, I don't want you to take notes. I want you to listen to this again. But if you're not driving, I want you to take notes. So there are three pieces to creating your big impact vision because once you create that big impact vision, now you've got the first piece – uh, and then you can start adding pieces like who is that ideal market? Who do I really want to be working with? But let's start with you because that's really where this whole vision comes from. So the first piece is what are you deeply passionate about? Mm-hmm. I have so many people ask me, you know, I don't know what I'm passionate about. I'm going to tell you precisely how to discover that. And there are three pieces to this. The first one is the activity you're passionate about you get so involved with it, you become one with it when you're Mm. doing it. And you think 30 minutes pass, but four hours have passed. You look at the clock, you go, how'd that happen? Mm -hmm. And that's really cool, unless you're supposed to meet your partner in 30 minutes, in which case, (laughs) I recommend you buy an Apple iPhone and set the alarm (laughs) for 30 minutes, because uh, I think you're going to need that. The second part is that you actually go through a state change when you're engaging in this activity. And I really thought through what is the best word to describe this state. And the word I think that describes it right on, head on, is joy. Mm. You feel deep, unbridled joy that is just oozing and spreading out of every cell in your body and radiating out from your being. And you've probably been engaged in this activity. And someone said to you, wow, you look really different. And the truth is you do. Your musculature changes, your your blood vessels change, how your heart's pumping changes. You literally change state. And then the third piece is you love doing this activity so much that while this is an activity that you may now discover you can actually charge a lot of money for, you've probably done it for free for a lot of people because you just love doing it and you love seeing the result of it. So that's the first piece. Get your passion. The second piece is your purpose. Now, obviously for that two or three years, I was literally, I was going camping for two and three weeks at a time. I was doing all these vision quests I created and I was looking for my purpose. I was reading a lot of books on purpose, but I actually didn't find anything that was all that helpful. They made me feel good, Mm -hmm. but they would say things like, when you discover your purpose, you'll know it. Well, I had kind of thought that might be true, but it didn't tell me exactly how discovered. It's a, you mean say, oh, your purpose is inspired and all these things. And, and I'm not, you know, mocking those. I'm just telling you they didn't help me very much. Right. Here's what I discovered, but I had to discover it and backward engineer it. So what took me two to three years when I'm working with clients often, often takes two or three weeks is that think of purpose as a gold coin because it really is your gold coin in life. When you discover that purpose and you're on purpose with your life, everything really is going to change. And But on the front of that coin, it just says purpose. Yeah. But on the back, it has the secret for how to discover mm. that purpose. And you turn the coin over and it says the difference you want to make. Wow. Now, that difference may be for people, maybe for animals, maybe for the planet, maybe for businesses or organizations, but it's a difference that you want to make because here's the main thing I learned about 
my purpose is it's not about me. It's not about me receiving something. It's about me giving something. It's about me being of service in some way. So I want you to journal after you journaled about passion, then I want you to journal about your purpose, the difference you want to make. And you may find there's several things that come up. But as you journal and you start seeing, well, kind of litmus test it. Well, if you could only do one of these, which one would give you the most passion, right? Yeah. And now what's going to make it really unique is that you want a big impact vision that's going to take your core strengths and bring them out in the world because your core strengths tend to be things that you really enjoy doing and you're naturally good at. So in general, I'm going to say that a core strength is something that you do so easily, so naturally that you could literally do it if you never had any training. And it's probably an area that you actually went and got training, but you could have at least taught an introductory course the day you walked into that that uh, room or online, you started doing that course. So, for example, you may be the kind of person who walks in a room and there's tension and you just intuitively know what to say and all of a sudden everybody's getting along you may be a great team leader you know you may be a great cook i've heard that there are people who are cooks who have made a lot of money you know on television shows and doing books and mm -hmm. being chefs at restaurants right um and doing their own internet uh, uh kind of business you know in my case i'm a systems guy I think in terms of systems, first and foremost, I, I'm great at mindset. I'm great at execution. Those are the three things we do at the Conscious Millionaire Institute. But even mindset and execution, I approach from a systems perspective. And it's just how I think. I can think systems literally in my sleep. That's the kind of core strength that I'm talking about. So you put all three of those together and now go, what's that big impact I want to make with my life? before I get off this planet, because that is your big driver that's going to move you for, forward in life. If you really want to move forward the fastest, get clarity about your big impact vision and then start taking action to go out and help people or whoever it is that you want to help so that you bring this big impact vision into reality and make your whole life about it. Yeah, I love that. And being a systems guy, you just provided a system for moving forward listeners. I love it. The big impact vision and take action listeners. Absolutely. That is incredible. And JV, what is next for you? Well, we have, um, we're just launching the first million Academy. So that's going to be our biggest focus for the next two or three years. And it's specifically designed for business owners who coaches experts who've gotten started but now they really want to get to that first million. And so we have training, we have group coaching, and we have masterminds that we're bringing out for that group of people specifically designed to give you exactly what you need and nothing else because you already know how I think. I think very lean systems. And what I want to do is give you the steps and help you implement them and build them into your business so that you can get to your first million and then continue growing and get to that second and third million. I love it. And for our listeners who, who may be completely bug-eyed at the idea of first million, JV, I want you to share some wisdom about how attainable that is. Well, first of all, I'm going to give you a time frame because um, – and I'll tell you what it isn't. I had somebody contact me a couple of years ago, um, and they had five figures in, in savings. And they said, we want you to help us become a millionaire. And I said, okay, fine. Tell me you know, Tell me more. So as we got to talking, their time frame was four months. And I said, 
I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to take this amount of money and turn it in in a safe and predictable way into a million dollars in four months. And by the way, if I knew how to do that, I wouldn't be talking to you, yeah. right? I, I would be on you know, the 200 foot sustainably built because I'm very much about sustainability and renewable energy. So it'd all be renewable energy, big yacht. And I'd be um, having a great time doing probably that. On probably on your own space station, actually. If you could yeah, that. my own space station or whatever. Uh, and they said, well, you know, they said I was kind of like a fraud, uh, basically, uh, and that they had read this on some website. And I said, I think that's great. I said, go back to that website and talk to the person because they obviously know something I don't. So I just want to disclaim that I'm not the get rich quick. I'm the get rich with a plan yes. guy, yes. right? Because that's what really works. Like what I found is systems. Realistically, depending on where you are, let's say you're at 100,000. I think from 100,000, if you really put your business together well, that looking at getting to your first million in three years, I think is a realistic goal. I think for anybody who's an entrepreneur, even if you've got a side gig, that it's a three to 10 year journey. Yeah. Now, a lot of people would never say that. It's kind of like the politician that doesn't want to tell you you actually have to go to work, <laughs> you know, because who's going to vote for him then, right? It's like, oh, we got all these entitlements for you, but oh no, you're not going to have to work. Oh no, no, that's for all those people we're going to tax or something like that. So I'm making jokes, right? Be I want to be really clear. You have to work, but it depends on the speed at which you want to go. You know, because it also depends. You could be uh, someone who's staying at home half the time, taking care of kids. You have 10 hours a week to devote to a business. You can't expect that to grow at the same pace. It's something that's 40 or 50 hours a week or 60 hours a week, right? Yeah. Uh, but I think that's a good framework for you to think about is that, yes, I want to get there in three to 10 years, depending on my circumstances, depending on how much energy I can put into it, and that that's realistic, uh, absolutely. And that leads perfectly to our last question, JV. So I know we have so many moving forward listeners who are so excited by everything you shared and want to learn more. How can our listeners connect with you and learn more about The Conscious Millionaire and all of the great work that you're doing? Well, I really appreciate that. And actually, I'd like to give a great gift to everybody because I'm like you. I'm all about let's move forward. Let's achieve more with our lives. Let's get out there and make our difference. Let's do something that's going to fulfill us at the end of the day. And we can look at at the end of the year and go, I did something that mattered. Because I can tell you, if you can say that and you put money in the bank, you're a happy camper. That, you know, that's really the definition of happy. And now you've got time for your family, uh, your personal things, you know, going camping, whatever it is that you want to do. And so I want to give you a copy of my book. There have been over 50,000 downloads from Amazon. It's Conscious Millionaire, Grow Your Business by Making a Difference. And then I created a program that was also $97. And it has, I think there's 16 videos, there's audios, there's PDFs, uh, there's a companion journal because the, the book itself has over 100 coaching exercises. So we put them all in one companion journal. And I want to give all that to you for free. Wow. And the reason I want to do that is I want to get you moving forward. I want to get you moving from wherever you are today to wherever it is you want to go. And even if you don't want to build a business, there are going to be all kinds of nuggets in here. There are 14 chapters. There's a chapter on abundance. There's a chapter I talked about how to be more productive every day. And it goes into details. And then you can get all that information and, and videos on how to do that. So I want to give all that to you. And it's ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash free book. Awesome. Again, that's 
consciousmillionaire.com forward slash free book. And all we're going to do is ask you about five questions. I just want to know a little bit more about you. And then you're going to get the links where you can download the book and get access to the membership for free. Moving forward, listeners, incredible offer from JV. Five questions, what, about less than a minute worth of your time to get access to this incredible information. And I also have to point out, you've got an incredible podcast, and I'm going to recommend moving forward, listeners, hit that subscribe button to Conscious Millionaire. I, I just listened to episode 504 this morning. It was absolutely incredible. It really, really just like gave me that extra uplift as I was doing my morning run. So JV, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out to share your story and these incredible knowledge bursts. Yes, you do deserve a gold star with our listeners today. Well, I want to give you a gold star because uh, you, you don't know this because I look at my numbers like a crazy person all the time, like multiple times a day. But episode 504 was our most popular episode in the last 30 oh, days. Wow. Now, this is not a surprise. I mean, it is such an incredible episode. And we'll actually have that posted on the show notes moving forward, listeners. Thank you so much, JV. Well, thank you very much for having me. Moving forward, listeners, what an incredible episode. Three words, big impact vision. You heard it from J.V. Crumb III. He's a systems guy, and he's given you a system for finding your passion, your purpose. What is it that brings you joy? What is your passion? Is it something that you can further develop so that you're giving something back? And from there, develop it into a business that can scale, that can grow. Moving forward, listeners, I mean, you've heard it from so many guests, but JV really encapsulates how you can move forward. And to learn more about JV, The Conscious Millionaire, and all of our extraordinary guests, check us out at bemovingforward.com. Follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, and join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.